Aulus Hostilius was the third king of Rome, at least according to legend. Before we get too deep into this king, it's worth pointing out that there is no king more doubted by historians. A shimmer of myth and doubt surrounds all of the legendary seven kings, but there is wide agreement that Tullus was more a founding myth than almost anything else. While some others might have their stories adapted and expanded, with similar monarchs being folded into their stories, Tullus was created. A man named Tullus almost certainly ruled Rome as king, but the stories from his reign are regarded with almost complete skepticism. The main reason I say this is that the Republican Roman historians seems to have created the character now attributed to Tullus. I can't figure out whether Tullus Hostilius or the word hostile, hostilis in Latin, came first. But what I have read implies that the Republican historians read the name Tullus Hostilius and assumed that meant he was a hostile person creating a bellicose and ferocious character around the name. This was, in some sense, to contrast the devout and peaceful Numa who preceded him. Yes, fashioning and cherry-picking a lot of the events to fit his narrative. But, as the story goes, once Numa had passed from this earth, the Curiatus set out to elect a new king. Since Numa had been a Sabine, it was decided that a Latin king would be chosen. And Tullus had already made a bit of a name for himself. Hostilius, as his name would imply to Roman historians, was much more warlike than his predecessors. Almost immediately upon taking the throne, tensions with Alba Longa escalated over a common practice of cattle raiding across a shared border. Tullus inflamed hostilities by refusing to negotiate with the envoys sent by Alba Longa, and the Alban king Metius declared war. But these were two closely tied countries, and often enough there was a different branch of a family living in each of these two cities. Nobody wanted a fight that would almost be a civil war, so the kings came to an arrangement. Three brothers from each city, uh, in some histories the three brothers are triplets, were chosen and would represent their city. Whichever trio won would bestow victory on their city, and the others' would be subservient. Both Tullus and Metius swore solemn oaths to abide by the results, and the fight commenced. Rome won, and the Albans pledged their allegiance, but Metius was so annoyed by the result. He didn't want to kowtow to these Romans, these people who had been born of his own city, but he didn't want to face them directly in battle or break his oath either. So he worked to devise a plan. He began poking a bear. A neighbor to the north of both Rome and Alba Longa was the Fidenates. With Alban prompting, they got a little more annoyed and eventually declared war on both Alba Longa and Rome, since they were so closely allied. Tullus was never a man to say no to a fight, so he arrived on the battlefield ready for war. But as the three armies faced off in battle, Alba Longa began to draw back. They intended to watch from afar and join whichever side was winning, keeping their fingers crossed for a Roman loss. Tullus saw what they were doing, but he knew that it was too late to redeploy his troops. So he shouted to his men that the Albans were retreating for a flanking maneuver, 
The Romans heard it, and they were bolstered and excited, but the Fidonates heard it too, and they believed it. The Fidonates started to retreat, hoping to defend their flank against the impending attack from the Albans, but Rome took advantage of their chaos. Now, the thing about ancient wars is that everything happens in the retreat. When you look at casualty numbers, they are incredibly lopsided, because during a fight, for hours and hours, almost nobody dies until one side starts a slightly disorganized retreat, and then everybody dies within minutes. Their disorganization is taken advantage of, and often this will be the only battle of a war. One of the things that would eventually differentiate the Romans from their neighboring tribes or other civilizations in the area is that they were capable of fighting multiple battles in a war. Even after a bad loss, they could raise another legion from the people back home. But here, in this case, it only took one battle. Metius rejoined Rome, and Tullus welcomed him with open arms because he didn't want to start another fight right there. He acted like this was all part of a plan, but later that night, he surrounded the Albans with his own men and declared for the world the treachery of Metius, decreeing that he should be torn apart by chariots. So the Alban people would be folded into Roman society, just like the Sabines had been. The Alban nobility joined the Roman nobility, and all of the Alban people became citizens of Rome. The city of Alba Longa was destroyed, which would create a bit of a mystery to history. Because to this day, we don't know the exact location of the city of Alba Longa. But because there had been so much new nobility added, the size of the Senate had increased. And the old building didn't fit everyone anymore. This is one of the datable events that would have occurred during the reign of Tullus if all of the dates associated with him are to be believed. The building of the new Senate House, which is known as the Curia Hostilia, which kind of implies that maybe he really did have something to do with it, might point to a true event that happened during his reign. But with the story, the final thing that happens to Tullus, the final act of his saga, is a sad act. Tullus took his people to war against the Sabine tribes that had not joined under Romulus, and the gods began to show disfavor by sending meteors down over the Aelian hill. This was a sign that was more directed at the Sabines, who weren't keeping up with the ways of their ancestors, so Tullus felt justified in ignoring the warnings of the gods. He took his people to war again, but a deadly plague descended on the population. Suddenly, it hit Tullus that he needed to pay some religious tribute. Tullus threw himself into studying the religious rituals needed to please the gods, but this had never been his area of expertise. He performed the rituals so poorly that the gods immediately struck him with lightning to show their displeasure. And that ended the reign of the third king of Rome. And with that, we will end our third episode. Please come back to hear about the fourth king of Rome, Angus Martius. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.